news. If you're watching Nine News last night, you'll have noticed um, something odd happened in, an in, in, in a story around something that was odd in and of itself. A hot air balloon that crashed into a house in Victoria was the subject of this story. It may be some months before answers are known as to why this balloon had to make a crash landing. Make a crash landing. And then nothing happened after that. The TV seemed to freeze. I was, Lucy was sending a text saying, I think my TV's stuffed because she, she thought... She's probably using the same batteries I am. Yeah, that's right. Your batteries. She couldn't get Netflix there. She figured it was a localised problem. Wasn't. On social media, a lot of people saying, what's going on with Channel 9? Because then they went off the air. LOSA came on. Then the news came out of Melbourne. But you can imagine gave me chills, David, because I was at a station that one day for real just said, we're going to start taking the news out of Melbourne. Yeah, and then you then you <laughs> down at Centrelink the next day. Exactly right. <laughs> Brent Ragless for Nine News was uh, sitting there on the desk behind the scenes as this all unfolded. Brenton, what happened? Yeah, g'day, fellas. You're right. Actually, it was that crash landing of the hot air balloon when everything crashed. Will McDonald was halfway through his 5pm bulletin. And there was no way that we could turn around the 6pm local bulletin in time. We just had no levers to pull. In fact, it had all the hallmarks of another cyber attack, which actually happened about a year ago. That's got us back about six weeks. But even then, we still managed to put the local bulletin to air. Last night, it was like, you know, when you've got your own computer and every button you go to was... <laughs> not even Control-Alt-Delete would work. Now, I know you guys know, but to give you a picture... On any day we put the news to air, and that's 365 days of the year, there's about 40 people here in Adelaide working on air and behind the scenes to put our service to air. And there are so many systems that work, so many technical commands happening all at once. It would be like all the peak hour traffic on the southeastern freeway coming to a halt in the tunnels, nowhere to go. Mm. Um, it was, um, or it'd be like Apollo 13, you think of the command centre in Houston when all those master alarms are going off. Uh, and just commands being called across the studio floor. It was busier than the drive-through at McDonald's on a Saturday night. No one really knew what was going on. And it's so <laughs> disappointing. And you know yourself just how much work goes into, say, even a minute's worth of television. Crews are on the ground from 6 o'clock trying to gather their stories and put it all together. All the hard work had been done, and we were ready to go to where with our local bulletin. But then it would be like losing, you say, a three thousand word essay or assignment when you go to find it and print it off or whatever. And it's no, not I use there. that. I use that yeah. excuse a couple of times. <laughs> so take t- take us inside the scenes. What were the scenes like over the road there, Brenton, at Channel Nine HQ? Was it sort of like flying high? Is there some sort of like tweed coated, chain smoking Lloyd Bridges figure sort of standing over the mixing desk, going, "We got to make this work. Looks like I picked the wrong day to quit smoking." <laughs> it was like, that's very good. I love that movie too. That's classic. It's fantastic. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's like for you guys at the moment, we're down on a lot of stuff. A, people are on holidays, but there's a lot of people away that are that are crooked with COVID and all sorts of other things. So we were we were down quite a number of staff. And in the end, because um, it's a fairly large studio floor and there was, it was, you know, people running left, right and centre. Um, like I said, it had all the hallmarks of our cyber attack. But in the end, it was just a server and our IT crews worked till uh, late in the night. Uh, to to rectify it. And, and the good news is we're back to where five and six p.m. Uh, with our local bulletins. But uh, the problem being, I suppose, we had no more levers to pull. Uh, even with the cyber attack, we managed to go to where with the local bulletin because there was enough time leading up to. But this was, you know, we we're on the clock half an hour to go to the six o'clock bulletin, and we had nothing. We had no other choice other than to drag uh, Peter Hitchner in from Melbourne to do uh, the bulletin here, and that we took the Melbourne service. And uh, as you know, when 
technology's you know all fantastic it's working well for you it's great but when it when it fails it's devastating and that's exactly what happened um so naturally we're, we're grateful for people's patience and understanding that um they spotted that something was not right. I'm glad you said you, you, you had no other choice but dragging in from Melbourne because I saw some, you know, some South Australians generally have a view that Baghdad might have been a better place to pipe the news in from. <laughs> yeah. um, Moscow right now yeah. was available, yeah, yeah, I think, would have been popular. You could have taken that's, Russia that's TV. Right. You could have Russia the, Today. Run the test pattern. I think <laughs> news from Melbourne and Adelaide. <laughs> but as you say, there were, you, weren't, you weren't blessed with choices. <laughs> hey, mate, you've been... Um, <laughs> the test pattern on. Yeah, exactly. You remember those days when yeah. programming would finish at midnight and you'd have to wait till 6 o'clock before programming would resume and it was just some sort of classical music for the test pattern. Overnight. Actually, sometimes You're probably too that. young, mate, to remember. It used to be a picture of a young girl drawing a smiley face on a balloon with a texter. <laughs> that was what the picture was on the test no, pattern. I don't, I don't remember that, unfortunately. Right. That is taking us back to the Apollo 13 days. My goodness. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, despite all the master alarms, we, we're back. Our local team is back. And, um, you know, they, like I said, they're very disappointed, but we're very grateful to our, our loyal viewers. So, I'll always be the first to tell you that it's not just us telling you the news, we're sharing the news. You know, we're. We're all just as, uh, you know, involved with the stories, what's happening in our local area. And uh, so it was very, very disappointing. And, and fortunately, we were able to, to rectify it. But we thank everyone for their patience. It was a bit of a painful night last night, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine, mate. Good on you. Brent Ragless, the, uh, the co-anchor of Nine News. Thanks for joining us, mate.